Welcome to the Franchise Success Formulas podcast, the place where you find the tactical and practical business and leadership knowledge you need to help you build a successful and scalable franchise enterprise. I'm Aisha Bascaro, the founder and CEO of the American Franchise Academy and a 30-year veteran in the franchise industry with experience in Fortune 500 global brands like Domino's Pizza, Popeye's Luciana Kitchen, and Darden Restaurants. Franchise executive turned teacher and entrepreneur. Let's get started. So one of the most popular questions that I get as the president of the American Franchise Academy is, how much does a franchise really cost? Obviously, other questions that I get is, which franchise should I buy? And uh, what do you recommend I should get into, right? And so the reality is that as the leader of the academy, we remain neutral when it comes to brands. Uh, we are franchisee advocates and franchisor supporters. And what that means is that our focus is on helping everyone be successful. And for that reason, we don't really want to be partial to any particular brand or service because then that will prevent us from being objective in servicing our clients' needs. But Needless to say, people still want to know how much a franchise truly costs. But for us to be able to understand how much a franchise really costs, you need to know what is the value of what you are paying for. Because something can have a price, but if what you're getting in return is not really that good, something else might have the same price, but maybe what you get in return is great. And so before we can actually go into exploring the numbers of how much a franchise truly costs, let's first explore what you get when you are investing in the franchise so that when we do go into the prices and the costs and the numbers, you can see whether this is value or not. And it would be something that depending on who you are and your background and your experience, you will be able to determine that for yourselves. So let's talk about when you buy a franchise, or should I say when you buy the rights to duplicate a franchise from a franchisor, you get several things, several things that are of great value. So first of all, you are getting a product, a product that could be an actual physical product or maybe a service process or procedure or maybe even a group uh, service that customers are willing to pay money in exchange for that product or service. Now, it's not just any product or service. It's a product or service that a franchisor, a founder maybe, designed and created with a lot of hard work to, you know, bads and goods to finally come up with the formula of this product or service that consumers are actually willing to pay enough money in enough amount of customers to be able to support a business. That takes a lot of time and money and effort in if you are an independent business owner would know that the chances of actually discovering such product or service is the biggest challenge in a business. Because if you don't have a proven product or service that consumers are willing to pay for, then you can have all the business you want, but you're not going to have enough revenue to sustain a profitable, healthy business. And so that is one of the things that you are buying the rights into when you are buying a franchise. The work, the years and investment of someone of creating this product or service that people will give you enough money to make it into the business. Now, along with the product has to come all of the product procedures, training materials, job base, operations manuals that then allows the franchisee to duplicate that proven brand into their own business. And then the next business and then the next business and the next business. Those tools and materials, because just because one business was successful doesn't mean that somebody else that buys the right to duplicate it is going to be successful unless they have the, the secret formula, right? The processes and all the step by step of how to duplicate that formula 
formula exactly the way it worked in the original business. You are getting the product as well as the tools and materials to be able to duplicate that business. Now, along with the product and these tools, there's also a service process. Every brand or every franchise has a way in which they deliver that product. So if it's a food service, of course, there's a drive-through process, there is a dining process, there is a counter process, takeout process, and of course, in recent years, a lot of delivery processes. So this franchisor or original owner or founder created and defined what are those service procedures that are going to be done in a way that the customer experience is a positive one and in such a way that they're going to want to keep coming back and back and maintaining that healthy revenue that makes a business successful. That is something that these particular franchisors also offer. They offer the product, which is product or service. They offer the service procedures that will give the customer a positive experience. And then the next thing that you get is the image. They had to hire some sort of uh, interior designers, graphic designers, as well as suppliers and vendors that were able to give them the ability to develop an image of this brand in a way that was attractive enough that customers will come to it and feel comfortable about giving this particular business their money, their time to receive the product or the service. That requires time and, and money and effort and finding the right people because finding a, a um, an entrepreneur that has all the abilities and skills to be able to do all of these things by themselves successfully with a high level of excellence, I have never met any, okay? But having someone that has the ability and understanding and uh, humble enough to be able to reach out to those experts that putting them together can create a successful formula of a brand that takes time and a lot of money. And if they did do it on their, on their own, it probably took a lot of years to be able to get there. And so that is really what you're getting when you are buying a franchise. You're buying the product, you're buying the service process, you're buying the image. And of course, there is a marketing support that happens that usually is regional or national. And along all of these, you're also getting the support and enforcement of a franchisor network where they're going to do everything within the power to protect the brand so that they have continued positive experience throughout the units, whether they are their own units or franchise units so that the image of this brand remains healthy and positive. This is why, you know, when you buy into a franchise, you know, there are uh, different types of uh, brand audits and visits and supervision because not only do they want you particularly as a franchisee to take care of that business, but they want all the franchisees to do so. And by doing that, not only are they protecting the brand equity, the value of their brand, but also the value of the brand that you invested in as a franchisee and you absolutely want them to do that. That is what you're actually getting when you do that. Now, let's not even talk into, you know, architecture design and the details of planning and site selection and all the other things that these franchisors are going to provide as far as support when it comes to duplicating that healthy, successful, proven brand. So now that I share a little bit about what you get when you invest in a franchise, you now have a perspective of, okay, how much would all of these be worth if I was to do it on my own versus simply buying a franchise from a franchisor? And now that you have that perspective, let's see if you consider this value. Now, when it comes to what a franchise costs, there are different types of expenses. First, you have initial expenses that are usually one-time fees, and then there are ongoing expenses that you are going to be paying for, for to maintain the right for the usage of this brand. So let's talk a little bit about the initial one-time investments. First of all, you're going to have to pay for a franchise fee. 
This is the right to be able to open a unit, uh, one of these franchise units. And usually it's anywhere between $10,000 to $30,000 per unit, depending on the brand and the model that you are investing in. So this is a one-time fee, non-refundable. And this is usually, I will tell you that this particular fee is the fee that the franchisor is collecting, which is what it costs them to, first of all, attract you as a franchisee. To add to that is also what it costs them to support you in the initial opening of that one unit. So really, Really, it is not really a profit center for them. It's really just getting back the money that it costs them to have you as a franchisee and to support you in the opening of your first unit. So that is the initial franchise fee that you pay. Then, of course, you have the expense of actually the build that other franchise. They don't build it for you. Most franchisors don't. And so what that means is that you have to do the investment of finding the location in and whatever expenses come from, you know, getting the location. And then, of course, all the leasehold improvements, all the things that you had to do to that location to make it up to the standards of the prototype of the brand that you invested in. So that expense is, of course, part of what the franchisee expense when it comes to a franchise. And then you have to buy all the equipment and all the furniture that comes along with this brand that again is on you. You need to have enough money to spend in what that costs. Now, obviously the ranges of the cost of all of that depends on, you know, it's really wide because it really depends on the type of brand. Imagine if you are opening something that is a little simpler, like a bricks and minifigs uh, Lego store, right? Your investment is based on, you know, the furniture, a little bit of the leasehold improvements. And uh, of course, inventory will be the biggest expense. But if you compare that to what is costing you to open a Dairy Queen that has a bigger, larger footprint, you know, has to be drive-through, a lot of equipment and very specific, you know, leasehold improvements that are attached to the drive-through expenses is the, the investment, the initial investment of that is much higher. So the range, I don't, I can't really give you a number other than let's say two hundred fifty thousand dollars to up to one point five million, and it could be anything in between there, and maybe a little less, and maybe a little more, depending on the brand. All this information is things that are disclosed in the franchise disclosure document. That once you are interested in the brand, you will receive that document, and you will be able to see the details of what that expense is. Okay, but that is again what you had to spend to be able to duplicate this brand that you want. Those are basically the one-time expenses that you have in a franchise. Now, when you do have the right to buy a franchise, you now also are saying yes to ongoing continuous expenses for the amount of time that you are signing the agreement of this franchise for. And these are going to be most of the time a percentage of sales. And this is what we call royalties. Well, there are two actually. One of them is called royalties and the other one is called marketing fees. The royalty payment is usually anywhere between four to up to 6%. It could be maybe a little less, maybe a little more, but most of them are in that range. And this is a percentage of your top line sales. Not the profitability, not the bottom line. That means that you may not be making money in your franchise, but you still owe to the franchisor that percentage of sales, uh, that percentage of your sales uh, based on the sales you have, regardless of profit or not. And so those are the royalty fees. And those fees are what you're paying in exchange to be able to duplicate the brand. Because at the end of the day, this brand, this proven brand gives you the ability to have revenue. And that is why they're charging the royalties based on the revenue that you get from that brand. Now, the profitability is on you. And here's where you need to have the business acumen, the knowledge on how to manage small businesses successfully so that you can ensure that that revenue turns into profit. But that's not what the franchisor is doing. That's what your responsibility comes in. The royalties are basically a percentage of the revenue, which is what the brand is bringing to you. 
The other fees are called marketing fees. And not every franchisor charges this, even though most do. And these are the fees that they're charging because they're using that money to promote the brand, brand awareness, and to be able to do some marketing activities, whether they're regional or national, depending on the size of the brand. And those are usually also a percentage of sales. And they could be anywhere between one to up to 4% of your sales. And again, is directly related to your sales because these marketing uh, expenses or these marketing campaigns are used to increase your revenue. And that is why these these fees are based on your revenue and not your profits. Clearly, this means that how much profit you make out of the business will be depending completely on your knowledge on business management. So that is mostly what you get from your franchisor. You are getting a proven brand with a great product, a great service process, a great image, and of course, national regional marketing, depending on the size of the brand. And this is what's going to allow you to have a business that produces revenue. That is what the value of the business is. So now that you know what you're getting and how much it costs, obviously you had to compare brand by brand, industry by industry, each one individually, because there's a big difference between one or the other. I just gave you the ranges of where things land in the franchise world. Now, like I mentioned before, a brand is a revenue and the profitability is up to you. So if you feel like you would like to become a franchisee or maybe you're already a franchisee and you are wondering how come you're not making enough money from this proven brand, then you might want to take a look at it. Is it maybe because you do not have the skills, the ability, the knowledge to turn that revenue that's coming in into profit? And here's where the American Franchise Academy comes in. Your franchisor is responsible to give you a great proven brand, and we can give you the education, the business acumen, the process and systems and procedures that would allow you to turn that revenue into profitability. If you'd like to learn more, I'd like to invite you to come to our website, AmericanFranchiseAcademy.com, and explore the programs that we have to teach you to help you as a franchisee be successful as well as training programs for your district managers if you're a multi-unit franchisee or your unit managers helping them acquire the management and leadership skills they need to help you turn that revenue in each one of your units into profitability so i hope to see you over there thank you for being in this show with me and we'll see you in the next one bye-bye thank you so much for listening to the franchise success formulas podcast if you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast so that you never miss a show and leave a review so that other people like you can find us and receive the value that you just did. Here at the American Franchise Academy, we have an important mission of protecting the American dream of business ownership through franchising. And with your help, we can do a lot more of that. Thank you for being part of our community and see you next time.